1: Everybody that watches Dead and Hip Hop, man, you already know that we've been in collaboration with a lot of different entities recently, especially Swisher Sweets, man. And you've seen the collaboration that we've had. So again, if you follow Dead In Hip Hop and you support Dead In Hip Hop, make sure you go over there and subscribe and subscribe to us too, man. Peace. But like, when, he's, when he has that part where he's like, i gonna hit that note too, hold oh. Uh-oh.
2: Too late. <laughs> Get the heat, on, go on. Come on.
1: Come on, on. Get, on. You gotta oh, Dad, get on. In the air,
2: Mike. Get <laughs> the air, Mike. Nah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> that's is, is that part where it's, it's, it's too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, you tried to make it right, but now it's too late. And at first, I was just like, okay, he's talking about a chick. But is he? Is he talking about a chick, or is he talking about the actual system of oppression that's going on? Yeah, it's too late. You tried to make it right, but at this point, it's too fucking
1: late to fix. Dead End Hip Hop Album Review Childish Gambino Awaken My Love Before we get into the review for everybody that has subscribed over the years Thank you for the 150,000 of you that hit that subscribe button. And it has come to our attention that some of you guys may have been unsubscribed unintentionally by YouTube's algorithm. So if you are no longer subscribed to that in hip hop, please hit that subscribe button. Come back, we love you. We didn't want to get rid of you. It's not our fault, but just hit that subscribe button. And then also if you want to take that support a step further, go to the Patreon page for dead in hip-hop you will get to see everything that your dollar will get you um, by supporting us monthly or just a one-time thing man but if anything just hit that subscribe button that's enough support for us man we appreciate everybody that has done everything but back to the review when we kind of knew childish was going to come out with an album i'm like yes. Childish fucking Gambino, cause you know he's put out a couple projects. You know people may not like like the Stone Mountain mixtape. You know I remember you didn't like Royalty when we uh, reviewed that a couple years ago. But for the most part, Childish name is put out there. I'm excited. Childish is probably one of the most creative and and just supremely talented people that
3: we have. He was your number one for the 2013. Yes, year.
1: with, with uh, because the internet, oh my God, that that project, I still, I, I don't go back to it often, but I do go back to it here and there. Like, you know what, let me, this to the zealots of Stockholm, <laughs> that motherfucking, yo, like uh, 3005, like, and you know me, I don't even fucking know names like that, and I still <laughs> remember names off of that project. So that project is amazing, man. And, and this project right here, did not know what to expect, but, To get a whole singing album from Childish, I was like, "Yo, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, what the fuck? You know, like I know the motherfucker singing shit, but I'm I'm expecting some hip hop, some some rhymes and shit, and I ain't getting none of that. I didn't I didn't get any of that. But what I took away from this thing is." Damn, bro, you're even more talented than I initially anticipated. Because I, I saw something on social media or so I can't remember uh, where I could pinpoint where I saw this at. But he, childish, was saying that on the tracks "California Baby Boy," Redbone, that he didn't use any like yeah, extra. Yeah, like that's just he said I sang different. <laughs> yeah, I did
2: not believe that shit. Not on Redbone, he lied. Yeah. No way. Redbone has something. Okay, it did it did right. get clarified. At least on okay. Redbone, they they I think they just changed the pitch up one notch.
1: Okay. Is okay. what is what I read. Wow, okay. Like man, look man, I don't know anybody else right now in our era that writes fucking plays, that writes TV shows, that produces TV shows, that stars in TV shows, that does stand-up comedy. That does all and then you drop a project like this motherfucking just singing all different types of ways and shit Bruh like I don't know what else to say like like Childish just did his damn thing now This is not what I anticipated. This is not what I necessarily want from Childish Gambino I like Childish rapping so that is my preference So this is not something that just blew me away. Oh my god like like a weekend project or something like that but this shit right here though man like she right here, my nigga. I, 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 I Like he just left me speechless like listening to this project like bro, like how can you do? How do you still have this like so so it's like what else can you fucking do? Like I, I don't know what in terms of musically like what's the next thing you're gonna do, bro Because every time you bring something else out. I'm, I'm, I'm just throwing it back. I really I know that childish rights with intent Right. Like like sometimes it might hit you smack dab in the face and you don't know what the fuck just hit you. Right. So I'm I'm listening to all of these songs trying to see, okay, what the fuck is the deeper meaning on all of these shits? And on some of them, I kind of got it or maybe it's not that deep, but boogeyman seemed like it was something um, to do with like the cops. Right, so, so I'm, just I'm right black on one people being yeah, uh, yeah, as the boogeyman. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay,
2: oh uh, okay. You yeah. have the gun, but I'm the
1: boogeyman. Right. Uh, uh, okay, so so I knew I knew it was something. I'm like I don't He ain't talk, fucking talking about no goddamn two three year old with the damn boogeyman <laughs> and shit. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? It was on <laughs> <a> little kid. <laughs> yeah, it was on those little kid. So I was like, okay, is he, is he talking about cops? Or is he? You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like like what, what what's he talking about? And then the other one I was really trying to decipher was zombies. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like looking at all of the, the people mi-
4: about taking a advantage of your success, leeching off you, eating at you. Okay,
1: see,
2: I, th- yeah. I, thought, he I about 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 thought he was talking about hoes. I about appropriation. You thought he was my hoes?
1: of course you <he> did. <laughs> did this are hoes
2: and shit. hoes and shit. this fucking shit,
0: this
1: shit. Hey man, look. When he <laughs> said, <laughs> they can oh, smell something. your money and they want your soul, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, Success, yeah. yeah. I took yeah. it as record labels. Oh, okay. It'd be the same thing. It'd be the same thing. But yeah,
4: it's just, whatever success that you have, there are people, people that just, yeah, it's just it's hobbies, that's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just, just eating at
1: you. Or could it be the
2: whole <laughs> <shit>. oh, <laughs> maybe is, oh, maybe no. we're maybe. it, maybe, maybe. It's maybe. Maybe. maybe
1: But at the end of the day, I think that what Childish ultimately accomplishes with his musical projects is that he kind of leaves that type of stuff open for interpretation. You know what I'm saying? And how it connects or applies to you is how it applies to you. I, I don't know if there was like an overall like type of theme because of the way he named it like me and your mama and then all the way down at number 10 the song that's next to the last the night me and your mama met is just a, a fucking instrumental and i think again he did like the thing that i love week that weekend does just use your imagination you you know what was going down when i met your mom you know what I'm saying that's how your ass your black ass is here now i love the fact that childish with whatever he does musically is just so Creative man, like he thinks he definitely colors outside the lines, man. And on this
3: project, he just did it again. I really like this project, but I don't love it. Yeah, I fucking love this album, man. Like, just I remember when I heard Me and Your Mama, and when I heard freaking Red Bone, huh? When love I love like this like that, shit, him, yeah, because I love like folk <coughs> calling it, I love the George Clinton era. Like, Ooh. that's what this sound takes me to. Um, I hear a lot of different influences on this album. You know, like from D'Angelo with Baby Boy, mm-hmm.
1: Redbone with Bootsy
3: Collins.
1: Who's buddy that Nate uh, really like? Maxwell. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I heard some of Maxwell in this too.
3: Prince. I mean, it, it's so much influence of music that I grew up that I grew up listening to in the household. That when I, the the moment I heard this album, I'm like, "Fuck!" Like I, I I loved the sound for one. I loved it, and then the fact that. Childs was able to throw some socially conscious, like you know, uh, with boogeyman and zombies and stuff. And then, you know, I think he had a child. I think he had.
4: A, a, yeah, a, he yeah. Had
3: a, so a, I, I, I thought that was kind of cool. It, and and it made me think, like, okay, yeah. was it kind of like a tribute to his son, or I guess him talking to his son? I think the
4: last three. Yeah. You would probably
3: say and maybe yeah. 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 The night that me and your mama met, like it was like then you know. Stand uh, tall, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of like, like okay, I thought, I thought that was pretty a cool moment, but like the sound. The way the vocal, the vocal arrangements on this album was freaking nuts. I thought everything about this album was amazing. Though only one track I didn't really care for, that's because I didn't like the, California. Yeah,
0: California. <laughs> I did not like
3: California, man, that was, I didn't, she I didn't,
4: like You not
2: know you no. Hell nah. I
1: didn't <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's like, hey, it's
1: one of the joints that you can't. It's like an infectious, I, 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 but you like, why do I like this? Right? It's, it's like one of those. I listened like, to it
3: one time when awesome I first that. listened That's to that. it, and I was just like, and every time I got to, I skipped it. I like, I gotta get to terrified. You See, I don't yeah, skip man, it. I skip. I still listen I to it. 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 I just like. I'm like, I, I don't it. like this shit, but I'm but I like it in the context of the album. I, I, like, I just I'll like skip it. it. I, I'll definitely skip it. And another joint, the actual single. Cause I remember when Me and Your Mama first came out, I was like, damn, I like that shit. But then when Redbone came out, mm. I was like, I fucking love Redbone way more than Me and Your Mama. But then in the context of the album, Me and Your Mama is fucking amazing. That's like an amazing joint. Just so many different emotions was going on in that song, mm. and just everything. I think from... Redbone's still amazing too. Oh yeah, it is. It is yeah, man, yeah. because just just that yeah. Prince and Booty Collins, like yeah. man, when I heard that shit, I was like, oh my fucking god. said so this dude Charles Gambino just he blew me away with this album. I thought this shit was. So,
1: so it didn't surprise you like I mean it had to have surprised um, you a little I thought,
3: bit. I thought didn't you say it was expected? it was, he was gonna be singing Not like you, this you know, like this Oh yeah, yeah. so uh, when when I heard you mention that I was kinda being prepared already like okay, that's well. people on Twitter just talking shit they don't uh,
2: know I didn't oh yeah. I don't know what's <laughs> on No watch you. this though he ain't gonna Okay Yeah you go be rapping Like at all <laughs> Then okay. okay, they come and Oh see I told you What the okay. fuck you didn't know shit
3: yeah, once I heard you say that, I'm like, okay, so he's going to be, you know, like, Love Below or some shit like that. But then when I heard this, I was like, wow. That is a good comparison with Love Below. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, when that came out, yeah. we, we was thinking Andre was going to be rapping. Mm-hmm. And then you hear something else, you're like, like, psyched, you're you like damn, but you, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but you like, damn, he still put out a, a, a good project with Love Below. But yeah, with this one, I, man. But Love Below, I had like, to get over the fact that he wasn't rapping first before I enjoyed it. Really? Mm-hmm. It's
2: because Andre didn't give you a lead up. Yeah. Charles Gambino kind of gave you a lead he up. He did. To yeah. Expect something so, different. Right. Because yeah.
3: Riot was one of my favorite joints on there. I mean, I got a lot of favorite joints. Terrified. I mean, Stand Tall. Like, I, it's a lot of favorite joints on here. I love. I like this album from beginning to end. Just for Deceptions, California. But other than that, I love it, man. I love <laughs> this album. This shit was. This shit was great. Man,
4: man uh, y'all know I love this shit. I just go ahead and get that out. It's r it b
3: Is it RB? Is it RB? Huh?
1: Uh. <laughs> 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 yeah, is r- a thing. real r because oh like God. the Wicked and
4: shit, Yo, and people yeah. and shit like that. One thousand percent. B hit me like early this morning. I'm driving in. You listen to New Childish Camino yet? And this I'm morning. never, huh? Did this you morning? morning? No, oh I'm sorry. That morning. That morning. Oh, I'm, that like, morning. I'm sorry. That morning? Oh,
0: yeah. oh. B
4: hit me up that morning that it released asked me oh. if I've listened to it. And I was like, well that's B B don't ever hit me up that early. Um, about something, I was like nah, cause I'm never in a hurry to listen to new albums when they drop the day up, never. And then I saw Questlove, something about he had to wake up D'Angelo at 4 a.m. because he was blown away. And then I was like, okay, let me listen to this shit. So I was listening to it on the way home and I was just like, it was a total sensory overload in terms of what I was listening to because I was not ready at all, <laughs> at all, like, I heard Me and Your Mama, and that that's why I wish we could have done a first reaction to that because I had so many things to say about that track alone. I didn't know that there was actually more of that right on, on here, <laughs> but entirely different <laughs> yes. than just that. That was just so, like, because when that bass dropped at one minute and 38 yes. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the beats are crazy. I didn't know. expect that uh, at all. Oh, yeah. Shit, I was like blown away. That was that, then Have Some Love came on. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Then Boogeyman hit. Then the Parliament Funkadelic. shifts. I was like, what the fuck, the fuck is fuck? happening? And then at like the 40 second mark, the shit shifted again. At the one minute mark, it shifted fucking again. And I'm just like, I'm driving home on a commute. It's nighttime. And all of these sounds are just coming at me at once, and I was just blown oh, wait, away. Wait, wait, like it's your afro for a minute, huh? Dude, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really did. It really did. Cause I'm like, what? The? And then Zombie said, mm, mm, and then the fucking, then he had more chords and top of chords, and the 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 so the sound. And then Ryan, oh my God, yeah. I was like. And when I'm listening to it, like you heard all the, and I'm like, Sly in the Family Stone. Yes. Yep, yep. That, that's all that was going through my head. One, the whole album. Yes, was that was the, the first one that hit me. Like, yep. this, is some Slide in the Family Stone type fucking yeah, shit. Yeah. And then the more you listen to it, you start to pick out more and more stuff. Lenny fucking Yeah, You can hear his, uh, the fucking Jimmy <laughs> uh <laughs> vocals because he has that soft falsetto type, rough. Sound to it, and then it went to California, and just like everybody, and y'all motherfuckers lying if you don't. I was like, "What the fuck?" It was it was such a shock, and it was such a contrast to everything that was happening. Right. I'm right. Like, What's going? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. But it was kind of bouncy and sunny and vibrant and everything, and I'm like, that doesn't. This doesn't. <laughs> don't make this no goddamn goddamn sense. <laughs> yeah, don't make any goddamn sense." Right. But I was like, you know what? I thank you. Because I needed a moment to breathe. Mm-hmm. Because everything prior to that yeah, was just so much to absorb in 2016 mm-hmm. from this guy that I had no idea he was doing this at all. And that he could do it. You, We know he's talented. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he could do yeah. To replicate that sound almost exact as he did today <laughs> yeah. but to update it to a sound that sounds current is is freaking crazy and you guys don't understand how difficult that really mm, is right stand tall was, was the one because i think that one had like six different movements to it mm-hmm. and i'm sitting there this is my first listen right. like i could have did a first like i could have reviewed this just off the first listen alone that that's how Incredible this was mm-hmm. and how much I had to say there's even Michael Jackson in here mm-hmm. at the end There was uh, oh, of course man. more Prince when he's doing that yelling mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Shit yep. Channel it Prince. was just yep. so freaking much man, and it's like every time I listen to it. It's just It's just mind-blowing. He's done an excellent job whether we like it or not If you look at his career you look at the his discography It's every single album is, is damn different. He has not boxed himself in no. at all. And I know when he started out, there was the Drake and challenge comparison mm-hmm. because they both sing and rap. No, no, it, no, 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 he, no, he, he no, can't do no. This.
1: Listening to this album, I was imagining Gambino in the booth. Like, what did you have to Because ch- he had to put himself into a mode to get this out. He's just that talented? <laughs> well, the creative. I, I love I you when can, you're on that la la la. I think he can do, like, I think he can do <laughs>
4: Anything in terms of, of music, I think he could probably do any form, any type of genre. And I think this finally hit me because I think the album is I almost broken up into 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 thirds a little bit. And I may be a little bit off of that because of course you have me and my, me and your mom Of course, the last three is about you know him being a father and stuff like that. And then you have like the more socially conscious stuff with Boogie Man and Zombies, and then Ride. I really don't know what. That's about, but you have Red Bone, California, and Terrified. I think California and Terrified are kind of connected in terms of this person going to California, and then the people you meet in California are not what you think they are. So I think there's some some small interconnectedness here, but there's not this overarching theme, I don't think, that I've been able to pull out. But even the, the freaking album cover. Of just this big, the black, yes. the blue and black. Right, right. This is a black ass fucking album. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> and, and it's a black album different from the way that Kid Lamar was a black album. This a shit black, is. Was a black this is like some black family. You sitting at home, you got a fucking barbecue going. You sit, man, yo, this, this shit right here, this shit is fucking incredible.
2: And I was absolutely blown away. Yeah. I didn't expect this not one single solitary bit and i know people on twitter didn't want to give me a fucking chance to even listen to this shit they're just
3: like oh shit stop
2: what you're doing i'll like, oh, listen to it it's like, oh I, I knew he was gonna do this no no ladies right now what's interesting is my favorite Childish gambino project is the kuai mixtape i think that that should is fucking genius. And if y'all have not listened to that shit, especially you- Oh, I've heard it, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm about to say, I, I, you will yo, love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, some fucking Lionel Richie, Smokey Robinson type shit, <laughs> and I think it's fucking great. Now, coming off of that, did I think that he was gonna do this? Absolutely not. When the singles came out, when I heard the first single, I'm like, okay, he's just not trolling, but he's almost like just trying to be weird Gambino and be like, oh, y'all can't, y'all can't pinpoint what I'm about to do. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna throw you but this weird track from me. the album. right? <laughs> And then when the next single came out, Mm -hmm. Redbone, I was just like, okay, it's another weird funk track. I'm like, okay, is that what he's gonna do with this album? So when I finally got it, turned everything off, sat down, put this shit on and just sat there. And unlike you, I did not picture anybody in a booth. What I pictured was a, a concert. This sounds like a live, Concert nothing about this sounds like pre-recorded music. It's a really interesting feeling this gives you because it's warm mm-hmm. and It almost gives you a jam band feel so when I'm listening to this Which I'm surprised nobody said this but the first thing that came to mind Well, I'll not say the second thing but the first thing that came to mind was of course Slime the family stone because that was I remember that was one of the first records that I took from my dad's collection and mm-hmm. made it mine um, one that had Don't Call You Nigga, Mighty had Stand on it, I was like, okay, I hear Slime the Family Stone, then when you listen to it some more, you're like, I hear Stevie Wonder. Cause I hear a lot of jamming, I don't hear a lot of, uh, composed, overly mm. structured songs, I hear loose, jams, and Stevie Wonder was good for that kind of shit, Perfect. especially when you see him live because he always had a great band with him. And you hear Bootsy, you hear yes. George Clinton, yeah. you hear, and I'm glad you said Jimi Hendrix, that's one of the other things I heard, was I heard a lot of Jimi Hendrix, especially with those, those fuzzed out guitar leads that are, that are throughout a lot of these songs. This album is fucking brilliant to me. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that this throwback sound is coming back, and a lot of the people that I've heard doing it so far, I haven't enjoyed. So when he did this, I'm like, damn, he actually hit it right on the fucking button. And the only difference I have with what you said, because I agree with everything you said for the most part, but I don't think he added anything modern to it. And I think that's why I like it. This sounds like this shit came out in 1972. (laughs) And that's what I enjoy so much. It maybe sounds maybe a little bit cleaner, Mm -hmm. but it sounds so fucking authentic. And I like that he gave me an album that I don't have to overthink. (laughs) listen to Because the Internet, it's like you have to sit there and really be like, all right, what's he talking about? Okay, well, what's going on here? Okay, oh, it's, it's breaking up. This is crazy. not this is- script. <laughs> yeah, you gotta read the script to figure out what the fucking story is. Right. <laughs> this one, you don't have to do that. You just have to sit down and vibe. And that's why he gave us a feel-good album, even though a lot of the themes on this project are not necessarily feel-good, like, um, like Boogeyman. Yeah, yeah. You know, when that's I first listened, it, I'm like, it's very interesting how he made this song about police and how they have the gun, but at the same time they're thinking that you're the scary one, mm-hmm. and because of you being the scary one, they have this fear and they react, and that's what causes a lot of these problems. But I tell you, the the line that got me on that song was the one where he says, um, "Every boy and girl all around the world know my niggas' words, but if you're scared of me, how can we be free?" And it's like, shit, you really think about that? It's like. We make these songs that all, everybody loves. Like hip hop is the biggest influence, as far as music, there is, but at the same time we are like the most feared Mm -hmm. race of people. You know what I mean? It's crazy to think that. You're riding around in your fancy expensive cars, listening to songs that we made. But if we walk by your window, you lock in the fucking door. That's crazy to me. But Charles Gambino, he can put it so simply and just make you really think about it. Well, not on that real
4: quick, not to interrupt you, but just, not even just hip hop, that 70s sound, the Temptations, all of this stuff, Mm -hmm. even to this day, that sound, Black Motown, is played probably more than any of the other shit besides the really popular shit. Black music has always had this, this foundation in society.
2: That kind of sound, whatever is going on at the time, that always becomes pop culture. And it's just so interesting that it's like what black people make becomes pop culture, but black people themselves cannot be pop culture. It's so interesting to me. And let's not be being racist, that's just the way fucking things are. Zombies, I thought was another interesting song. Now. I, I took the song immediately to be about record labels and cultural appropriation, eating people and eating off the culture. And then when I think about it, you relate that to zombies and how zombies are constantly eating, but they have no purpose. Mm-hmm. They never get full. Right. They just, there's, there's, there's no nourishment. They just keep eating and eating and eating because it's like they've been programmed to do that. And when you think of record labels, I could be completely off. When you think of record labels, it's like, that's what they do. They don't really have a reason to be, like they're not trying to help you. Right. They're just doing this because at this point, it's like they've been programmed to just eat you and whatever culture you have, and then move on to the next Mm -hmm. one. Eat this one, whatever culture you have. And if that's what he's talking about, God, bro, Jesus (laughs) Christ, man. Redbone, I love that song. I'm still fuzzy on the meaning. I'm not sure if it's about a tumultuous relationship or if it's about Or if it's about the system. Like, I can't tell if, because if you think about it, it's like every relation in the song that you can give to women, you can change that and say, okay, he's talking about the actual system of America. And I I could be, again, completely wrong. I could be overthinking it. Like, is that what he's talking about? Or is he just talking about shit? You know, cheating on me or some shit. And you tried to fix it, but it's too late, shit. Is that, I mean, that's I'm asking oh
0: y'all! I, I don't know! Look, I don't mean like,
2: like everybody, the only song I didn't like is California. But, just like Rod said, it's a song I don't skip. I don't like it, mm-hmm. but for some reason, don't I don't skip it! <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what it reminds me of perfectly, if anybody is a Smokey Robinson fan? Uh, that's a record that I grew up on uh, from youth was Being With You. And yes. do you know the second song? Um, a tobacco man, tell me if you can, how much money no. would you make off that cigarette? It's like this weird Caribbean like bongo mm-hmm. sound and it's right after the first being with you, being with Completely. you, this smooth wow. song. And then when you go to the next song, it's like this weird Caribbean, and <laughs> that, even as a youth, I'm talking about when I was like five or six, yeah. that song made no sense. It was like, how the fuck is this song on oh, here? It makes it. no sense. And when I was a kid, I fucking hated that song. And I still have the same record that was my dad's. Um, I love that fucking song now. And I'm wondering if that song, California, is just going to grow on me. Because right now, it's like, that song makes no fucking (laughs) sense. But as this album becomes a part of you, and becomes a part of this time that we're in, are we going to go back and be like, yeah, California fits. It's weird, but... He meant for it to be that way. Smokey Robinson meant for that song to be there. Second song on the album. He meant for that song to be there. For some reason, California is here at number seven. Sandwiched between Redbone and Terrified. You you might be onto something. Maybe California and Terrified are connected in some way and that's why the song is like that. I just haven't figured it out yet. So if any of you guys know, let me know. But yeah, I've gone on long enough. This motherfucking album. Brilliant! This makes me feel like I am in 1972 in an audience, smoking a joint with Jay Burrito's hair, <laughs> <laughs> and just bobbing because this is such a vibe yep.
1: album. He did a fucking good ass job. I'm about to set a world record, yo, Gambino. If you're watching, all I have to say is thank you. There's nothing else I can say, bro. Continue to make music. I will be checking it out. Thank you. Appreciate it.
3: Yes, man. Uh, thank you for. Like Mike said, taking me back to the 70s with this sound, I absolutely love so much. And you you did a great job of executing it with this album. From front to back, I fucking love this shit, man. This shit is great.
4: Yeah, if you're watching, um, it's been extremely difficult just not talking about this album. It's just, it's just right. oh so great. And I'm finally glad <laughs> that I can talk publicly about it. And I love the fact that Um, I think it's just something that over time is just going to grow with me. You know, it's rare that that we get something like that today. So I appreciate you uh, putting something out like this.
2: Yeah, echo, ditto, all that. Thank you so much for putting out another quality project. Uh, thank you for doing something completely different. Thank you for not boxing yourself in with being a punchline rapper. Thank you for not boxing yourself in with being the next Drake. Instead, you're you're putting yourself as an artist, a separate artist from everybody because nobody else, really, nobody else could do something this authentic and this extremely well put together. This is definitely one of the best things I've heard this year, hands down, easy. The only thing, very quickly, that I would love for you to do, can you please make a version of the record that doesn't include the virtual reality shit so it doesn't cost me $60? Because some of us are broke, Mm -hmm. and I would absolutely love to own this on wax, because oh, yeah. this isn't Me something too. I feel like would just make sense to pop open a CD. I want to own this record. I probably <laughs> will end up doing it anyway, just because I, I, I really value what you do that much, but it won't hurt to ask, right? Why, why <laughs> but shit, Dang. flat out, this is worth $60. It really is. It's worth $60 and more. But yeah, thank you for making a, an amazing project, man. I cannot wait to hear what you do next.
1: Oh, bro,